Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I'm joined once again by my good buddy, Matt. Thank you all so much for your support. After two podcast episodes, Chris and I have been selected to be the new Monday Night Football commentators. Oh, yes. Uh, we couldn't have done it without your support. It's yeah. uh, It's been an honor. Uh, we'll probably do better than what's going on right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, we, we've we've auditioned for the role multiple times, even when we were not you know, you know, professional podcasters. But you know, once we once we got the podcast underway, we kind of we kind of felt like that was the opportunity. And after two, you know, those the good people at ESPN, they're like, you know what, we we can't do any better than this. So we're gonna be uh, broadcasting next week for uh, you know this upcoming week for the Bears Redskins game, and uh, should be a good commentary. But you, uh, of course, Matt, you're gonna have to leave your bias on the side. Um. I don't think that will be possible. All right. Um, and we've just been fired. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. I, we just, <laughs> like, yeah, we got the notification at the same exact time. We just got let go. All right. Well, it looks like yep, Joe right. and Booger are going to be back on the, back on the call for that. So apologies, guys. Uh, welcome everyone to the Virtual Ball Boys podcast. Uh, so this is uh, this is week three. We're entering week three of the NFL season. And things are starting to kind of take shape, but again, we're kind of in a moment of just, you know, not really knowing any anything, probably until, you know, mid-season, and if that. Um, so we are going to look at, you know, the teams right now, and we're going to look at the what, what we think about the undefeated teams and the winless teams in particular. And we're going to figure out what seems legit. So welcome to Seems Legit, the <laughs> new segment <Seems> for, <laughs> for, for the podcast. And so um, I'm just going to look at the – we're going to look at the standings. And I, I'm going to present to Matt a, a team that is uh, – that, you know, do we think that this is like a legit 2-0 record, that this team is going to make a run for it, or are they probably going to stumble down the stretch? Or is this 0-2 team – uh, gonna get out of the hole that they're in, or are they gonna stay there? So let's let's talk about it a little bit. And the first team I wanted to bring up to you, Matt, because uh, I I think that they're the ones that I find the l- most cryptic out of all of the teams, and that's the San Francisco 49ers. because there's I forgot that they were two and zero. Their existence is very interesting right now. Um. With the offense uh, having a lot of weapons, a surprising amount of weapons, and kind of everything is starting to especially, click. Especially, especially in the backfield. Especially in the backfield, you got three different running backs going, and not Tevin Coleman, surprisingly. Um, yep. And you also have a defense that's young and starting to get there a little bit. Uh, really shut down the Bengals completely. Um, is this a legit two and team? Is this team going to make a run for it? You know, I I want to say no. But I look at a lot of the rest of their schedule, and you see uh, the Steelers, who just lost their quarterback, the Browns, who beat up on the Jets, but the Jets have their own issues. Uh, They've got Washington, they've got Carolina, they've got the Cardinals twice, they've got the Seahawks twice. They this team, just based on schedule, might be able to make might be able to make a run. It's going to be hard for them, and they definitely, obviously, have to deal with the Rams in their division, mm-hmm. and the NFC just being stacked in general. Yeah. But I, I see a potential path for them if what they have right now stays together. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that 
it, there, we've been looking for this Niners team to make a leap for, I mean, at least the last two years with Grappolo being the, you know, the quarterback near the end of 2017, having that, you know, five-game winning streak, basically, you know, those five starts that were excellent, and then just that not coming together, and then unfortunately him tearing his, tearing his ACL, like that... We, we never really got a chance to see the Niners be the team that we really thought they were going to be in terms of a wild card. Now we're starting to experience it. And they didn't really have the best showing against the Buccaneers. But then they completely blew the Bengals out of the water. Um, you know, moving forward, it's not... You know, it, it is not terrible, like you said, with the schedule. And they, they definitely could be a wild card team. Do I see them winning the division right now? Not necessarily. I think it's a deep division. I think it's a good division. Yes. They'll be competitive. And um, so it seems legit, I would say. They, they seem legit right now, but we'll we'll see how it ends up unfolding. Um, let me move on to an 0-2 team, and let me look from, from the pack here. I'm not going to bring up, like, teams like the Dolphins and the Patriots, because we know why they're 2-0 slash 0-2. Like, it, you yep. know, we, we, we kind of understand that. What about the Carolina Panthers for you? Ooh, yeah, so I don't, I, I was really high on them coming into this year, and then after these first two games, I do not feel confident. I actually felt okay after the Rams game. Right just because they were able to kind of keep in keep in pace with them for the for the whole game. Yeah. But the Bucks game just happened and their offense looked bad and Cam Newton re-injured his foot and wasn't at practice and uh, I think it was Michael Vick made that prediction that Newton wasn't going to be the quarterback once the season was over and a few, at, a few people are predicting that. It's kind of getting next season at least, which is gaining some traction, maybe a little bit of an overreaction and there's but it's not like there's any other quarterback news to deal with right now. I say as sarcastically as possible. <laughs> so yeah, uh, un- unfortunately, I don't think this is Carolina's. This is going to be Carolina's year, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I I honestly thought that there were a lot of pieces in place that if they came together right, they would do well. And unfortunately, because of Cam's current situation, they're not coming together. Yeah, I, I don't. You know, if he's out, then I I don't see this team contending. If he's but if he gets back sooner than later, I I mean I I do th- still see the talent that this team has, and I would like to think that they think they could turn things around. It's just, you know, I I, I think the the biggest concern, and it, and it has been the concern for a while, is that they the, Pan- the Panthers just don't have enough weapons for for Cam to throw to, and and, and they they kind of were not there during the Thursday night game. And and the defense just didn't play the way it should have been in that Thursday night game. It, it, they played well, but they didn't play like t- outstanding. And I just think with how deep the NFC is, you, you're gonna playing average football is not gonna get you anywhere. So I I just I don't see the Panthers really making a run. So that also seems legit right now uh, for the Panthers to be sitting at zero and two. But I, I I don't think they deserve. You know I I don't think that they're buried yet. But it's getting there. No, there's there's a chance, but if man, if Newton's out for a while, I'm not not looking forward to uh, uh, championing the the blue and teal. <laughs> However, yeah, and this is another this is another case. Um, uh, Chris McCaffrey is one of two players who, if I um, uh, if if I win my fantasy league, I will get a jersey of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I mean, McCaffrey is probably the shining light and most likely the future of this franchise. If if yes. if we're really looking towards a post Newton Panthers, which is again wild, but 
You yes. never know. Um, the uh, another team I want to bring up is the Buffalo Bills, two and zero. Um, this team has looked really good on defense the last two weeks. They they've had some struggles on offense, but then Josh Allen has these moments where he just turns it on. And I know for me, right now, I I don't want to say it's completely legit. Like I don't think this is going to be a, a a you know ten or eleven win team yet, but it. Who knows? It could get there. What do you think, Matt? You say that. I'm looking at the schedule, though. Yeah. What's what? What's the is the schedule brutal? It it's so favorable for the Bills. Oh. Oh. Okay. Lay it on me. What do you got? Bengals, Dolphins twice, Washington, mm. Cleveland's iffy. Um. You still have you still have some hard matches. Like you still have the uh the Ravens and the Cowboys and the Patriots twice. Um. But. Uh, they also have the Steelers later on. Yeah, yeah, the so, Cowboys, Eagles, Patriots, Steelers. There, I'm not, I'm not saying there's a chance, but there's a chance. They just yeah. beat the Giants. They, they, they won both very winnable games. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna win another extremely winnable game. Yeah. It, and yeah, I, I, I think there's, there's groundwork here for the possibility of a pl- bill success a playoff run maybe I, I, I and i i'm just i'm just saying like i i think i need to see more from the offense to really be convinced oh, yeah, of, of this course. team yeah it's, but, it's gonna be a little hard with uh devin singletary dealing with an injury yes granted they have the infinity frank gore <laughs> who will never re- who will never retire yeah he will not he will not um yeah he i i think that they they, they, it's been kind of amazing seeing what they've done thus far, but we do have to remember they faced the Jets and they faced the Giants, who are the dumpster fires that reside in New Jersey at the moment. So it's it's not necessarily... I, I, I don't want to say that the Bills are a bad team in any stretch of the imagination. I think that what they've done, and it, it's kudos to the coaching staff and everything, I just let me see it for maybe one more week. If they get to 3-0... and I mean, I, I know it's against the Bengals, but... I, I I think it is a different level of like okay if the if you're at three and zero like that's that's pretty that's pretty good, um to start yeah. things out, um and one more one more uh, winless team for you in terms of legitness, um let let's talk about the Denver Broncos because there's yes. Vic Fangio came into this situation as the guy that would lead this defense. Um, and and really kind of you know really awaken Von Miller and Bradley Chubb in a lot of ways, and of course the offense with a veteran like Joe Flacco in there uh, worked well. And I'll I'll say this: the I think that the Bears win over the Broncos in a lot of ways was a bit deceiving. <laughs> that, it was a it, that, look, I, I I understand it, it was a it was a weird game. It was a weird game. There were a lot of there's a lot of weird shit that happened on both sides. Yeah. Uh the one like what's his face? Garrett Bowles fucked over the Broncos so much. Yes. Yes he did. With all his holding calls. And then the the thing that got to me during this game was sorry if it's a little little bit of a sidetrack, but the thing that got to me was he always like looked confused or looked like, what did I do? It's like you know exactly what you did, and you've been called out on it five fucking times this game. Yeah, yeah. He he just kind of it kept on piling up for him, and yeah. and he 
and other than that, and unfortunately to say about the Bears' defense, which I think has still played well, but they Broncos kept on moving the ball on the on the Bears they, a lot. They kept moving the ball. It tired the defense yeah. out. And, and so and so, I, I mean, I look at the Broncos still, and I say I don't think that zero and two record is completely legit because I there's I, I they. They're playing right now like a one and one team. I I, I agree on maybe that. Maybe a maybe a one and a half point five. No, I, um, <laughs> that's a little complicated. <laughs> a, a, a point if if they were if there were have been four games, it would be a one and three team in my opinion. Right, right. Like they they still they they still have something to them, and Joe Flacco and Emmanuel Sanders have got this great chemistry. Yeah, I think that the Broncos can still find a path to success. Yeah, especially with the Chargers for some reason struggling right now. Yeah. Um, the Raiders on and off. The Chiefs are still going to be great, but yeah, no, I think the Broncos, if they're going to try for anything, it's going to be a wild card. Um, both, both. Uh, I, f- I feel like the the AFC is yet again. It feels like the like there are a few teams on the top again, and the rest are oh yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, we're going to probably have a lot of that. Um, yeah, like Patriots, yeah. Chiefs, Ravens at the top. Yeah. And then some like like a, a another tier of like Texans, mm-hmm. maybe Titans, Chargers, and then it's <laughs> it's yeah, it's a lot. So it's, it's wide open. Yeah, it, there there's a lot to say about this right now. Um, and, and I, I so I it is 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 really early to tell about with a lot of these teams. Uh, but you know what? It, it, at this point. There's some teams that their season is over before it started, um, in in some ways, and it really comes down to the fact that their quarterbacks are in the graveyard at the moment, um, and that's really dark, I know. But dun, 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 <laughs> the quarterbacks um, that are currently out uh, for at least with injury, you got Ben Roethlisberger who is out for the out for the season. season. Out for the season for with uh, an elbow injury. Uh, you have Drew Brees who's out with a hand injury, uh, probably f- for the next six or seven weeks potentially. Um, we'll not see him until November. Nope. Um, uh, you got Cam Newton who's going to be out for at least a week with uh, with a reaggravated his foot injury. Yes, um, and then you have Sam Darnold who has mono. So there's that. <sighs> And he can't play because otherwise his spleen would rupture <laughs> and he would die. Yeah, that's, that's you know, the whole situation is hilarious until you remember, oh, yeah, if he does play, he's... If he does play, he will die. He will probably not survive it. So, yeah, yeah. so it's... Um, Which is weird, like, like all the injuries are, like, out, like, the, that are out for the season, they suck. But Sam Darnold's like he literally cannot play through. Yeah, yeah. If someone plays through a broken thumb, their thumb's gonna break more. They'll, they'll still be alive. <laughs> yeah. Sam Darnold will die if he plays football right now. But then, Monday night comes along, and Trevor Simeon hurts his uh his his leg gets hurt. I I I completely even forgot about that too. And yeah. he's done for the season. Yeah. So you got Luke Falk coming up. Luke Falk is our starting quarterback yeah. for the New York Jets. He's a he's, uh, which by the way that's gonna be a uh, painted as a battle between 199th overall picked quarterbacks, um, in in drafts. Luke Falk versus Tom Brady, so wow, yeah, okay, really that's, oddly um... oddly specific, 
Uh, yeah. That was that. That's how people are going to paint it, just to try to make it at least somewhat interesting. Um, but it's not going to be interesting. So, a um, lot of and you combine you you combine all, you combine all of this yeah. with Andrew Luck retiring before the season started. Yep. Not injury related. Yep. Well, injury related because of his career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. And then uh, what else? we had a quarterback change today. Uh, also true. Uh, I mean, and, and this this may not really count towards you know, you know maybe the devastation compared to the others, but the Giants have decided at long last to move on from Mister Eli Manning. He's going to be going to the bench, and Daniel Jones is coming out and is going to be your your starting quarterback for the New York Giants and well, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and probably moving forward. So you got Daniel Jones and Luke Falk as your starting quarterbacks in the New York metropolitan area. Really, how does that make you feel as a member of the New York metropolitan area? I, I think it's it's it, this is weird times. I would say in, in the New York <laughs> metropolitan metropolitan area. I think it's very we're in we're in a state of of two guys with the, with the most boring names uh leading the charge of our franchises and I don't know Falk is kind of interesting. Falk is is interesting in a, in a way, but um but a guy we have one guy who who's just you know oozing with potential and another guy who's just you know, you just hope he doesn't get killed on <laughs> like Sam Darnold would if he played against the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's 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 very weird. We're in a weird state in New York where it's just our teams just suck, and it's going to be a race to see which one of the New York teams will actually get a win. Um, and we might be uh, waiting for a while. At least you have the Bills, and you have the right, the true New York. At team. least, <laughs> in what world? Is at least you have the Bills like a positive statement. This one, that's why, because they they're the last New York team to make the playoffs, and we need to deal with that reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Um. So, anyways, they scored three points against Jackson. Re- returning, return, oh my God, returning back to uh, our our quarterbacks. St- oh, oh, and of course, let's not forget Mr. Gardner Minshew. Currently starting yes, in place of Nick, Nick Foles. So, yes. out of all the teams that we have in place, not not counting the Giants, because I, I they're not necessarily injury injury related necessarily. The only thing injured is Manning's ego. Correct. What is what what's a which one of these teams do you think will have the best chance to make the playoffs? I would say the Colts, if we're counting them. Um, they were kind of like last news. Yeah. So, uh, other than the Colts, I would still say the Saints. Okay. Because the rest of the team is still good. They could eke out some wins while Drew Brees is recovering, and then Drew Brees can will probably hopefully come back and mm-hmm. do stuff with the team and get them to the playoffs. Yeah, I I, I think I'm all on the same lines. Um, I mean, I'm a little worried about how Bridgewater has played with the Saints since yes. he's arrived so i i i am wor- i do worry a bit about that uh i don't think they played necessarily well against the rams it was the rams of course but um you know I, if i had to pick another one um I, and i don't know why i i'm feeling this right now but i i like mason rudolph a lot and i was worried you were gonna say yeah that. <laughs> i i like him because he went into the game and he wasn't even the reason why the Steelers lost that game. 
you know, a lot of that was defense not really getting stops on the Seahawks. Um, you know, and, and I I think with him in there, they traded for Mika Fitzpatrick, so they're trying to shore up that sec- secondary as well. I don't think that we should look past the Steelers on this front. I don't think that they're that, not yet. I maybe next week when we see that they got like blown to smithereens by the 49ers, then maybe. But I I I want to give these guys like a few more weeks before I'm like, okay, count the Steelers out because the Steelers are just one of those teams that are just always going to be annoyingly in the mix. And yeah, but I feel like I I feel like I, I'm not discounting Mason Rudolph, but I feel like a big part of that of why that is is because Big Ben is such a good quarterback. I. And they're not gonna they're not going to like get back into game situations where they're successful without him. I think Mason Rudolph is gonna do a fine job and the Steelers will win some games this season, yeah. breaking news. Um <laughs> but but I don't I, I'm not really that high on the Steelers. Right. I wasn't I wasn't when the season started. Right. But especially now, um like I, hot I'm a little take. more worried about them. Hot I take. I don't really think Big Ben is that great of a quarterback either. <laughs> I I just I he's, he's had his moments, and I I I am not trying to say that he's the he's uh, I he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great. Wasn't quarterback. he like one of the leaders in passing yards last year? He, yeah, but that part of that was because he had he had depth depth with receive with a receiver core that, that with is, Antonio Brown and Juju Smith Schuster now. Antonio Brown's gone. Smith Schuster's the leader, and that's another issue that the Steelers will have to deal with is the lack of receiving. It's, but and Moncrief can't fucking catch a football. But but forget Moncrief because you know who's going to have to replace the wide receiver too is like, James Washington. It's James Washington. And guess who his quarterback yes. was in college? Yes, Mason, yes, Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. So I'm, I'm actually I'm excited for that connection, <laughs> not just because I have James Washington on my dynasty team. <laughs> so I, I'm just saying there's they. I think that the defense if, could. I, I I we've seen it with Devin Bush. I mean he hasn't had a great start but i mean he he can sure up that middle i think the defensive line could wreak havoc i think Micah fitzpatrick, fitzpatrick is a good it's good for the secondary so i think that defense yeah. could get there and i think with mason rudolph that offensive line usually if, is good if mason rudolph and james washington lead this team to greatness i will uh <laughs> i don't know what i'll do <laughs> that yeah that's that it's it, so i'm just saying i think that's where i'm at but i think the saints are a good choice too um, I, I'm interested to see what that happens. And of course, the Colts, I think, are going to remain in the mix because I've liked what I've seen from Brissett thus far. So yeah. um, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, from there, our little kind of weekly recap is over. Um, let's do. Uh, let's have some fun now. Um, I, okay, yeah, so this ahead. is yeah. the first of something that we've kind of started, kind of not, um, but no, we haven't started we haven't started yet. This is the beginning. Yeah, we're going we've to, been, we're we've been going to do this for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're going to kind of take the divisions that we have in the NFL and kind of realign them a little bit. Could be any criteria. Could be mascot. Could be uniform color. Could be how good the city smells. Whatever we decide. So we're going to do college conferences. Yes. So I've got I've got a list up of, and we can kind of go through these. But I've got Pac-12, Big 12, SEC. Big Ten and ACC as our conferences, and we're gonna just, we're just gonna kind of take the teams and put them into kind of where they would be. We may like move them around to make them more equal. It's not gonna be an even split because there are five five of these conferences and there are thirty two teams, which is not divisible by five. Stay in school. 
<laughs> so let's uh so there there will be uh there will be a couple couple divisions with seven in them. Most of them will have six, a couple of them will have seven. But let's take a look. I have pack twelve here to start out. Alright. Um so let's start with them. Uh Seattle would obviously be here. Yes. Seattle, uh San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, I think you got Arizona in there. I mean, I think. Oakland, I mean, I, Arizona. I think you literally just put both Western conferences, except for, I would not put the Chiefs in there. But I would take Chiefs and Denver out. Okay, yeah, I would. I would put. I would put the Chargers, the Rams, the Raiders, um, the the Niners, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. I would put all of them into the Pac-12. Who am I missing? Seattle, San Francisco, Oakland, Arizona, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you put anyone else in there. I think that's. I agree. Okay. Uh, Are are you sure about Denver? Because Colorado's in there. I would put Denver in there. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, I I I was thinking a little bit about Big Twelve region, just because that's fair. uh, There aren't aren't as aren't as many teams in the big NFL teams in the Big Twelve region. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Speaking of Big Twelve, let's do that next. Yeah. Denver and Kansas City, I believe, would fit in here. Yeah, definitely. I, w- I would say uh, so. All the all the Texas teams. Uh, both yeah, both the Texas teams. Texans, I was thinking there were three for Tex- three for some reason. Yeah, Texans and Cowboys. Um, yep. That would make that would make sense. Um, it, it, here's the tough part with the, you can when you have Big Twelve, like Big Twelve encroaches on SEC's territory. So like, how much it does? How like I mean, I think the, I think it's fair thus far. I think Denver, Kansas City. Dallas, Houston, I think they're all pretty much west. Um I think regionally the the Saints would fit in here. Well, I mean the Saints are Saints are close enough. You well, you have the L, you have LSU though in SEC though. So that right. that's something to keep in mind. Yeah, but like other than like so like West Virginia is also in the Big 12. So would you put would you put Washington there? Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I would, I, I don't know if I would. I only put Washington. The the Big Twelve is the worst conference. Yeah, (laughs) for for deciding this because it's just it's like mostly Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and uh, and West Virginia. That's I mean that's really it. There's in fact and Iowa, and Iowa. So uh, it is kind of like ha- it's the it's no no man's land. So that's a little harder. Yeah, I, I feel like we I, could also we could also nix the Big Twelve, pretend it doesn't exist, and do eight per division. I you know what I like that a lot more. Okay, to be that. honest, and if I, right. I I think if we're doing um yeah okay so I, if we're gonna go back to the right, Pac twelve so then Pac twelve we go we I, I mean I want to be I want to be a little more creative than just doing the Wests. Well, I was gonna say keep Kansas City out. And I think that okay. what would make sense is to put someone like Dallas in there. Then should we do uh, all of Texas or Dallas and Denver? Um, well, the the so I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Dallas and Denver, right? Because so Denver is part of the West. I, yeah. I, I, I would, I think it's, I think it's all the West except for the Chiefs, and you include the Dallas Cowboys. And I think put that's Dallas and okay. So our pack will be Seattle. Seattle, San Francisco, Oakland, Arizona, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Dallas, and Denver. Yeah, I think that I, and that's our that makes the most sense to me. Okay, there aren't any Pac-12 teams in Texas, obviously. Right. But I still think that that works out the best, just area-wise. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, let's do SEC next. Okay, 
Um, so it's I think it's gonna be your your Florida teams. So that's Miami, okay. Tampa Bay, and Jacksonville. And then uh, the Falcons. Falcons definitely. Uh, Atlanta. We put the Saints in here. Saints. Uh, the Texans. Texans, yes. Panthers. The Titans. Panthers. And Titans. And Titans. Is there anyone Carolina. that we're leaving out from the South now? Because <laughs> now I'm gonna get worried. I don't think so. Um, the the Colts are not in this. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't put the Colts in the Southeast. Okay. Uh, in that case, we would probably have to borrow from uh, Virginia. Or no, Kansas Kansas City I think would fit better in Big. Although Missouri, Mizzou is in Kansas. Well, we have we we have eight though I think for the. Oh, South. this is already eight. Yeah, okay. we're we're I'm, at eight I'm, from I'm Southeast. Mis- miscounted. Okay. Yeah, so we're good on that front. And that's good on the SEC. Okay. No, no. Let's go to which conference? Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten is next. Okay. So. So let's do obvious ones: Minnesota. Minnesota, Green Bay, Kansas City. I would put NFC North. I just put the NFC Green North Bay. There. Yeah, Chicago and Detroit. That is five. Minnesota, Kansas City, Green Bay, Chicago, Detroit. Um, wait, which Indianapolis? Wait, wait, which one? Which one did you say that was not in the NFC North? I I got confused. Kansas City. I thought we. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, right. That's right. Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kansas City. Um, Indianapolis, and then Indianapolis. the Ohio teams. Yeah, Cleveland, and. Cincinnati, yeah, I think that I think that does that, and then okay, that would mean ACC would leave Patriots, Bills, Jets, England, Ravens, uh, New York, da 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 da, New York, New York, New York, uh, another time. Yep. So New England, New York, New York, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So which works because Pitt is there, right? So Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Washington. Baltimore. Yeah. So Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore. Pittsburgh. New England. Buffalo. Uh, uh, New York. New York. But yes. <laughs> and then dun, Philadelphia dun, 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 dun. and Washington. That covers that covers okay. the ACC. All right. So to review everything, our Pac-12 would be Seattle, San Francisco, Oakland, Arizona, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Dallas, and Denver. Mm-hmm. Who would be the champion out of these? Of those. In a college football ideal. <laughs> a college football ideal. Uh, college football situation. Well, I, I, you know, yeah, that's true because we we would let's we would put this in like a college football playoff situation, right? Yeah. So, like, um, I guess it would be kind of be like who who would have the best best two records, and then who would win head to head. Right. I think would it be? I think it would. I think it would either be Rams Chargers or Rams uh, Cowboys. I like Rams Cowboys. Rams Cowboys, yeah. and I think the Rams would win that head to head. I disagree. Oh really? I disagree. I think the Cowboys have a better defense right now. Cowboys are really good this year, and I, I like the Cowboys right now. Um, so we're at okay. stalemate. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, on, SEC. Moving on. Um, SEC. If man, SEC sucks. What? Give me, break it down one more time. Miami, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, Atlanta, New Orleans, Houston, Carolina, and Tennessee. And Bama, we're gonna put Bama in this group. No, no I, I'm we're gonna, not. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna eliminate Miami and put Bama. No, no, we're not. Because <laughs> no, Miami Miami has disqualified itself as an NFL. That we, this goes against all <laughs> my morals to allow Bama in this. Um, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I I am I I like the idea of Texans Saints a rematch on that front for the South the SEC yes. title. If 
if Drew Brees was healthy, I would be more in, in on that. I think with Drew Brees out, Atlanta has a good shot. Sure, sure. So having a Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, I think that I think that if I had to choose the, the the winner either way, I think the Texans might be the best of that group. I think so. Yeah, I think at least right now. Yeah, Drew Brees healthy. I might go Saints, but Texans are. They're looking. They're looking Texas, pretty, pretty decent. They're right looking now. all right. Yeah. Yeah. Jacksonville defense was tough, but other than that, they're looking fine. Yep. Definitely. They're at least healthy. <laughs> they're up there. Um, uh, big, big Ten. Yeah. Minnesota, Kansas City, Green Bay, Chicago, Detroit, Indy, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. I think Kansas City runs away with this. Yeah. I. I don't think. I mean, who would be second place to that? At this point, it would be Green Bay. But it, it's yeah. only two games in the season, so it's hard. It's hard to tell with this specific group, just because there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah, I would say Kansas City, though. Other than Kansas City being the goat right now, right, right. And then uh, ACC. ACC with New England, all three New Yorks, Pittsburgh, Philly, Washington, Baltimore. Oh, th- I would go. Uh, yeah, all three New Yorks. I got, New England, I got New England, Baltimore. I, I what? I got thrown off for a second when you said three New Yorks. I was like, wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> um. But no, I I'm I might as well just put the Patriots in there. I yeah. I I mean I love the Ravens, um, but I think right now that's where it's at. With so Patriots. our our four team playoff would be New England, Kansas City, Houston, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll secede to, I'll seed uh, to the Cowboys. Okay, okay, and so, so that's three three AFC. Teams and how would you seed them? Because that's how we figure out our matchups. Yes, um, I would go. Patriots are number one because it's the Patriots one, yeah. Kansas City two, yep, uh, Dallas three, Houston four. Yeah, I agree with that. And so, so Patriots, Houston, and Kansas City. Kansas City, Dallas would be an excellent Dallas. game. Um, I want to see that football game. That might that might be your Super Bowl. Who knows? Um, I would say I don't want to see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. I don't. I well, this is this is your reality that we're. <laughs> <laughs> this is the college <laughs> college division rivalry or uh yep. reality rather. I would say uh I would say the Pats would just have Bill O'Brien's number, so I would take put them in the, the CFB championship. And between yes. the Chiefs and Cowboys, uh, I I have to give it to the guy to to Patrick Mahomes. I have to give it to yeah, him. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is kind of even though breaking he's the, oh he's like the, the right he, he's like the Heisman candidate that doesn't get past the semifinal though. You could make yeah. the argument, but I I would I guess right now I I put the Chiefs ahead just for now based off of maybe experience. Yeah. Um. And then Chiefs Patriots. This is gonna be like foreshadowing for when they put face each other in December. Yep. Um. Damn. I. I. I feel like Kansas City. Where Where is the college football playoff being held this year? Oh, uh, let me check. Yeah, because I that might that might play a factor into how, or where, or no, how this is gonna go down rather. Uh, it is being held in New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh man. So they got the the Mercedes they're in Mercedes Benz Superdome. Yeah. And they're they're battling out on the oh man, that's juicy. I I wanna give I wanna give a give a quick shout out to my friends who showed up at uh 
uh, it was Alabama, Georgia at in Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta in full Illini gear. <laughs> <laughs> and got shouted out on ESPN. Yeah. I mean, why not, right? Um, right. I I'm gonna go, I'll go Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs. Yeah, I'll go Chiefs. Just because I we need we need hope. We need hope. We need help at this point. Pat, Pat Mahomes has to be our savior until he yeah. turns into the next Brady. Right now, he's our savior. This is our. This is the freaking. You know, this is the art of the fake reality we need to create for ourselves. This is the. This <laughs> is the. You you die here or see yourself live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Mahomes isn't a villain yet. <laughs> he, right. Not and he yet. won't be because he he seems like a nice person. <laughs> yes, for now. Um. So yeah, okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so I think that that's that's how the college football playoff would play out. Um, but yeah, we're looking to do divisional realignments throughout the, the the season. So along with our our virtual GM segment, and, like a few other things. Um, so if you have any suggestions for division realignments or anything, be sure to tweet us at Virtual Ball Boys. Uh, we'll be sure to read your suggestions. Uh, speaking of virtual GMs, might as well just turn back to that real quick because we do have our results. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Last I checked, it was uh, you were you were beating me, but there were only three votes in. Yes, I will. I will, I have to check the Twitter because I forgot. Um, it looks like by with eight votes casted by sixty three percent, the New York Bozos are your winner. Uh, yeah, with the Golden I see Griffins. That. Uh, and that, that is, by the way, uh, if you somehow did not listen to the last podcast episode, what is wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> we had the, we drafted Super Smash Bros. players, and my team was consisted of Pitt as the quarterback, running back Donkey Kong, wide receiver Sonic, the defensive player Incineroar, and kicker Bayonetta, Golden Griffin. And my, posi- my position's in the same order, Yoshi, Wario, Isabel, Bowser, and Captain Falcon. Yeah. I think the, uh... I think part of that reason I'm not trying to make excuses was that a lot of my players needed some explanation. That's fair. That's fair. Like, especially, like, you look at Isabel, like, I totally took her fishing pole into account. Yes, definitely. And that's not, wasn't fully made clear. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I know when you brought up chemistry between the, uh, the weapons, I thought that was really interesting. I thought you were going to take Villager as your quarterback. Um... But uh, but I but uh, but I got I I once you explained everything I think it I think it makes up a good team, definitely. Um, uh, but I I think I was just in the mode of of what would make up the what would make up what what just by looking at these characters this is what I think could happen, <laughs> and I that's how I ended up putting mine together. So, I think yeah I I love these though I thought that was a lot of fun when we did it so I'm looking forward to when we do it next time. Um, and with that, it is on to our picks for this week. So I did a bad last last week because, um, well, first of all, um, my guarantee completely blew up uh, in my face. Which one? Oh yes, I remember now. Yeah, I forget. I forget what it was. Oh yes, it was the it was Vikings. Vikings Packers. Because the Vikings never trust Kirk Cousins. Never trust. If it, never if trust it makes you feel better, uh, at my. Uh, at the where I work, there's a Vikings fan and a Packers fan, and they made a bet. Uh, and the loser had to wear the other team's jersey. So my Vikings fan coworker was in a Packers jersey today. Oh, 
night. <laughs> nine, yeah, not not a good sign. That's you, no. you gotta take a good shower after that one if you're a Vikings fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, we, I did have bad also in the sense that I did not even go over what happened the week prior. So I'm gonna try to do that right now. Um, the week prior. Uh, Matt took the lead on the picks. He went 10-5. and five. Uh, Now, the reason why that's not a full 16 games, as you are well aware, the Lions and Cardinals tied. Uh, so we just immediately dropped that from our standings. Uh, even even though that Matt even had some stakes in that because he did put... I had a Team Chaos. He had Team Chaos. Uh, none of it counts. It almost came true. They shouldn't have... They should have gone for it on fourth down. Yeah, no, it's it, it it This is what happens. Is that this is why I hate ties because they ruin our fun and it just they it literally. <laughs> that's that's how. I mean, we we could go into the technicalities of a tie and what that means, but I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm I'm, I'm tearing down all everything that has to do with ties. They don't exist. So it's ten five. There's, <laughs> there's a uh, one of my favorite sports writers by the name of John Boyce has this thing called the surrender index. Yeah. which was originally used for his video to find the most cowardly punt in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and someone turned that into a bot on Twitter that figures out the most cowardly punts, and that was a very high rating on the surrender index, <laughs> that specific punt, because it was in overtime. They were fourth and seven. Yeah. It was it was a cowardly punt. Yeah. Yeah. And it ended up in a tie. They should have gone for the win. Yeah. It was it, it was. You were about to lose the game anyway, so... It was a, <laughs> until the end of the fourth quarter. It was a disappointing, uh, disappointing showing overall. So, uh, ten five for Matt, and he, but he also got a negative one qualifier because he, he initially guaranteed the Browns to beat the Titans. You don't guarantee anything involving the Titans. <laughs> you just, or the Browns, I guess. I, I put too much faith in the may, Browns. Maybe. I, I I wouldn't say anything about the Browns yet, but I, I think the Titans just have been our kryptonite. We have it. Chris and I have a history with the Titans <laughs> on always fucking us over. Yeah, the podcast, if you if you go back to the MMG podcast, which was a podcast that we had before this, that's on my uh, old YouTube channel or my current YouTube channel in a way personal um they we had the titans we, we we tried to pick the titans every single week and we failed almost every single time it was it was, it was like eight weeks in a row like to start the season that we got wrong yeah I think. it was it was it was not great and once again we i believe we're owing to picking the titans to start the year yep. so it's just it, it, once again we're in a complete rut um so anyways when everything was said and done um with a negative one qualifier matt had four points by the end of week one and i had three points um and of course how we calculate this is that we subtract the win total from the loss total uh to get the amount of points that you've earned so uh five points overall uh for matt minus one for the qualifier that's four nine minus six for me uh which gave me three points no additional qualifier that's three now in week two like i just mentioned the vikings screwed me over so I have a negative one qualifier. My team chaos did not work out. Neither of our team chaos worked out because the Niners went to town. The same one. Yeah, <laughs> not yet. And the Niners went to town. So, yep. um, I went nine and seven last week. Uh, so that ended up resulting in two points, but minus one. I had one point added on to my total, and Matt. Uh, zeros across the board and eight and eight. I went eight and eight. <laughs> Just completely middle. So no points. So it's eighteen and thirteen. So with four yep, points, and I'm at four points. Yeah, we're we're basically in the same exact position at the moment, uh, and we're all tied up. So week three is a, a deciding factor going in right now. Yep. 
Um, so it should be fun. Looking forward to it. Let's get into the picks, and I believe I'll begin for this one. Um, okay. The Titans are they are dreadful Titans, of course. Going to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Gardner Minshew had his moments in Week Two, but unfortunately did not get it done. Even though they they seemed like they were gonna give him the ball to try to get the two-point conversion to try to win the game against the Texans. Instead, they handed it off to Fournette, and that didn't go anywhere. Uh, and so Jaguars are currently 0-2. And as for the Titans, uh, they look so strong in Week 1. And once again, they just, they just turn our backs on us and lose to the Colts and had an awful offensive showing, it just seems. So um, this is a weird game to pick because it involves the Titans. Matt, what do you think? I'm not going to fall for it. <laughs> I'm not going to fall for it, Titans. You'll win, you lose. You'll win, you lose. I'm not going to fall for it. I'm not going to say you win. I'm going to say that you struggled two weeks in a row. And somehow the ja- the Jaguars picked this up. The Titans haven't gone against a defense like the Jaguars yet. And if the Colts were the best defense that they've gone against, the Jaguars' defense is better than the Colts' defense. Yeah. Even with the, even with the Jalen Ramsey stuff going on. Um yeah. So, I don't think they're going to be able to get it done. So, okay. watch them win, but I'm going to go with the Jags. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, it, this, was, this was tough, and you know what? I see the pattern that they're trying to do, and I'm just going to be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the, you're playing the bad cop almost, in the sense that you're going to go against the grain and be like, no, f- screw you and your pattern. I'm gonna be like, you know what? No, I'll go with you. I'll, I'll I'll see what you're trying to do. I see that you're trying to make us pick against you in this game, because we picked in favor of you last week. No, I'm gonna pick in favor of you again, Titans. So I'm gonna pick you to win this game. Prove me wrong, and you know, hey, at least one of us will get a pick right, unless it ties. Right. Because because uh, of ties. course, <laughs> of course, that's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> Our lives is just an endless circle. Um. Anyways, when you, next game. You know what? You know what? You know what pisses me off most about the ties. But yes, this is. It's not even a like. Uh, that the game doesn't really exist anymore. It's the fact that now all of our records are odd numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's it's it's difficult, man. Two five five. It's just you don't like staring at it. It's not good. I know it sucks. It's not okay. good. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta goes to Indianapolis uh, off of their victory against the Philadelphia Eagles uh, to face a Colts team who just defeated the Titans. What do you think the matchup is going to be like here? This was really difficult to choose. Um, I because I, I I feel like you want to look at the Falcons and what they did last week and, and think that this is, can be consistently, maybe they, they found their stride. And you want to look at the Colts and they won last week and maybe they found their stride. So you have two teams that are kind of riding a little bit of a momentum boost from week two. I think that the Falcons, even though they're on the road, I think they got, they're got they going to take care of business here. Um, I, I Not that I don't have faith in the, in the Colts. I think that they could easily win this game. Uh, but I, I just, I'm leaning more towards the Falcons because they, they really proved it against a really, really good team, uh, last week. So I'm going with the Falcons. I'm going with the Falcons as well. I really like their passing game. Um, Julio Jones is, uh, on another level of just NFL playing. Yeah. Well-deserved to be the highest paid receiver in the league. Didn't even have to hold out for it. Yeah. 
Um, not, I'm not, I'm not trying to slight people who hold out because the, they should get players should get paid is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes, of course. Um, but add on to, add on to that Calvin Ridley, who is a beast in year two. Mm-hmm. And this is a good core yeah. of players. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So not only do I think the Falcons are going to win, I think they're going to win handily. Maybe not handily, but they're going to win. I'm going to lock them. Yes. Guarantee. Guarantee the Falcons. Um, yeah, I definitely. I, it, this is. I think it's a. It's a tough game. I think either team can win, but I, I'm leaning towards the Falcons at the moment. Uh, next up. The Cincinnati Bengals coming off of what a loss against the Niners. They had hope against the Seahawks, and then the Niners destroyed it. Um, and then they're going to be going to another hot team right now, going to Buffalo to take on the Bills in their first home game. Uh, this is the Andy Dalton reunion game, by the way, because well, not reunion necessarily, but the Bills still haven't had a chance to thank Andy Dalton in the regular season for what they did back in 2017, breaking a long-time playoff drought. So Andy Talton comes to Buffalo, and, uh, you know, I don't see them really rooting for him in this game, but who will come out on top, Mr. Matt? Did you know Andy Dalton has the second most passing yards this season, only behind Mahomes? I did not know that. Wow. No. That being said, Bill's defense pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If they couldn't get it done against the Niners, I don't think they're going to get it done against Buffalo, especially Buffalo now being at home. Yeah. And uh, ho- hopefully some some more synergy with Josh Allen and his offense. Yep. Uh, the Bills are going to get this taken care of. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with the Bills. I one of the, one of the strengths of that team is the secondary. So if the passing yards going to be the case, then uh, I I I don't know if they, how much they're going to rack up. Uh, you know who leads? The the Bengals and pa- with passing in terms of uh in terms of uh the wide receivers, uh is it John Ross? That is John Ross, baby, the guy yeah. who we all thought was dead in the water with the Bengals. Yep, and who is going to be dead in the water when AJ Green comes back because he'll be the third wide receiver still. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but yeah, so Tyler Boyd though. Yeah, it's really solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's not it's not a bad receiving core, and maybe we, we yeah. we've we've downplayed the Bengals. Here, but I, I, I think that the Bills have what it takes right now. Their defense is strong. I'm going to go with them for the victory. Next up. Tyler Boyd, oh. always and forever, my favorite fantasy play. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, the Miami Dolphins go to Dallas uh, to get their asses kicked. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's, there's no hope for this team, Chris. I honestly, like... This is going to be an 0-16 team. It's one of the worst teams we've ever seen. Uh, it's so bad. The 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 2017 Browns were bad. Were really bad. The 2017 Browns were really bad, but not this bad. Brown, those Browns were at least competitive. No, they were trying. They almost won a game. <laughs> they won, they almost against, won a few against games. Against the Titans of all. They almost won a few games. Let's not forget that they had they had the Steelers. They almost won against the Steelers week seventeen. I mean that was the big one that they ultimately lost. They got to own sixteen. It's true. So I but this team, I mean, what in the world? You going against so bad? And you're going against they get. Go ahead. <laughs> they they have late season Fitzpatrick in week three. 
<laughs> he's already there. I mean, he's already gotten there. I mean, Cowboys—they have and they have one of the best offenses, the best defenses. Like the Cowboys are just—they're going to annihilate this team. And they're Dallas. Dak Prescott's actually playing well. He, like it's in Jerry World. There's no way. Sorry, Dolphins. There's no Cowboys way. send it. The the little sliver on ESPN's Pick'em site is too big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah look at that that's in it, 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 it's like you have two of i, I see like two, at least two of them but there's not it's really wow yeah cowboys I, i'm it's very comfortable with that so yep. next up the green bay packers uh coming off a nice yet again another nice victory over a divisional opponent uh will be hosting the denver broncos who might have you know got stolen out of elite a win i who knows um but the the Broncos come in and they they have to face a really tough defense, the Packers. Uh, but who knows what Vic Fangio has in store for Aaron Rodgers? What do you think, Matt? The Broncos the Broncos have a chance here, I think. But the Packers have just been so strong mm-hmm. in a lot of like on on both sides of the ball. It's it's weird. The Packers are a weird team. The Packers mm-hmm. are my least favorite two and team right now. <laughs> I, like for I, obvious I, reasons not just not just because i hate them but because <laughs> the the like like i feel more comfortable with the bills being a 2-0 team than i do with the packers mm. because the packers played like doo-doo against the bears minus one big big play the packers <sighs> scored 21 points on the vikings on the vikings and then couldn't offense after that yeah so they're they're a weird team to place right now. That being said, I think especially at home they're gonna they're gonna get it taken care of. Yeah, I mean I think the strength of the Packers team, this Packers team right now, is the fact that they have uh, they have a defense. You know, they their defense has played well in both games, um, and I think that they're starting to get a run game a little bit. But I, I think overall we need to see more from the offense. But I, I I'm I like the Packers right now in this game, so I'm gonna go with them as well. Next up. All right. The one win Detroit Lions, second place in the NFC North, and that that kills me. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Um, <laughs> uh, traveled to face the Philadelphia Eagles, who just came off a loss. The Lions came off of a win. Yes, indeed. What do you think about this matchup? I, I mean, the Eagles are a bit beat up right now. Uh, the Sean Jackson's going to be out for a bit. Um, I'm not too sure if they got updates on Alshon Jeffrey's injury. Um, but Carson Wentz had a freaking game uh, against yes. on, on Sunday, and he, he played really, really well. Um, I think there's a lot of parts of this Eagles team that could be playing better right now. I think that they get it done against the Lions. I think so as well. The Lions are going to be interesting going forward just because now that they, they just released C.J. Anderson – so they can finally unleash carry on Johnson. But I still think Matt Patricia is going to find ways to fuck it up because I, I don't think he's a good head coach. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's one of those head coaches who will do whatever he can to lose a football game, mainly by playing bad players. So, as a result, Eagles are going to win this. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to count out the Lions in this game uh, by... I do think that the Eagles are definitely have a, a a a stronger advantage in this one. Um next up, the 
Baltimore Ravens coming off of a close win against the, the Arizona Cardinals uh, go into Kansas City to take on Patrick Mahomes. It's about Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, who's had an outstanding start to the season. Uh, it's the basically the marquee game of the day. Um, it's the Kansas City home opener as well, so it's just it's going to be rocking. It's going to be so much fun. Um, what do you think is going to happen in this one? The battle of former Heisman winners. Yes. Uh, no. Recent Heisman winners. Uh, Mahomes. No, not Mahomes. Not Mahomes. Mahomes didn't win the Heisman. What am I thinking of then? Uh, Mayfield. Mayfield. Well, Mayfield. Oh, last week was the Heisman because Kyler Murray. Right. That's, That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, he... My mistake. <laughs> Next week, we're going to be I, like, Ravens are taking on the best quarterback Texas, in the Texas league. sucks. How did Mahomes get this good? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Yeah. This might break This might break the Rams-Chiefs record from last year. Right. Um, and weird stuff is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, I think, has a bit of an edge. But I really want to see Baltimore win just so I can see the world light on fire. <laughs> the Kansas City defense is still really bad. And the um, the like high scoringness of things that I believe that the, the Ravens can achieve is going to be on display in this game. So I'm gonna team chaos this and have the Ravens take down Pat Mahomes. Yeah, I um yeah, I I I would agree on the sense that I think that this could be a high-scoring game. I don't think the Chiefs' defense has been that bad. Uh, th- I mean, I, I think that they... I, I mean, I think they took care of business against the Raiders, but this is it's going to be a tough game. It, 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 this is a, it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a, a battle of just... It's going to be a battle of coaching, too, with John Harbaugh and, and Andy Reid. So, you know, I, this is – it's going to be fun. I'm really, really excited to see what happens. I, I got to lean towards the home team on this in Kansas City. I don't think they lose at home. So I'm going to go That's on that. That's why front. it's a chaos. Yes. <laughs> I want to get fun with my uh, with my team chaos picks this season. Of course. I want to win, but I also want to have fun. Of course. So. Absolutely. Uh, Next up, the Oakland Raiders coming off of a loss to said Chiefs. uh, Travel to Minnesota to take on uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Mm -hmm. Who knows what will happen with that team? Yeah. With either team. (laughs) What do you think? Um, With either team. I got to go with the Vikings just because they're at home, and it's not a big game, so Kirk Cousins is going to win it. So that's how I feel. I trust trust Dalvin Cook with my life (laughs) in terms of how – how much that man is doing for the team right now. He's leading the league in rushing, so. Yep. He's doing pretty, pretty good. Um, so even if Kirk Cousins is is bad, Dalvin Cook will still be good. Yeah. And yeah. the defense will be able to stop the Raiders' offense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with it. Uh, I, I definitely, I definitely think that the. I definitely think the Vikings are gonna. They have a, just a more complete team right now, uh, but the Raiders are frisky and they're getting two offensive linemen back in the mix as well. Um, so that shores up their line a little bit, but I still think the Vikings win. Next up, the New York Jets go to New England uh, and most likely to get massacred. But uh, hey, 
weird shit has happened in the league before. What do you think is going to happen, Matt? Weird shit hasn't happened when New England's at home, though. Uh... Eagles won. A lot. E- Eagles came in, you know, 2015 and had a... beat them with Sam Darnold, uh, Sam Bradford, rather. Okay, has anything happened since 2015 where they've lost at home? Uh, they almost lost to the Jaguars. That is true. But that was a playoff game that's different. Okay. And they still didn't lose. They got blown out against the Chiefs, you know, last year. Oh, that's right. Kickoff. That's right. You know. I remember that. Um, Two years ago, rather. But those were the Chiefs with a good Alex Smith and Kareem Hunt. Yes. So, not the... Not the team on the, currently on their third-string quarterback. Yes. So, Patriots are going to win. Yeah, no, yeah, Patriots are going to win. Uh, that's I, I feel pretty confident in that. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird division right now. Not that it isn't always, because the Patriots just always win. Yeah. But Miami's tanking. The entire Jets team has mono. <laughs> and Buffalo might be okay. <laughs> entire team just just they might as well they, at this it's just point. gonna it's like you, you put them out on the field and they just like combust as you play <laughs> each player just kind of goes that's, down it's really warm <laughs> really <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> uh, okay next matchup is new york giants travel to tampa bay to take on the buccaneers buccaneers had a an abysmal week one but managed to win week two who did they play in week two uh, the the Bucks, yeah, Panthers, the Panthers. That's right, uh, because the Panthers suck ass right now. Yeah, um, but the Giants also suck ass and are starting Daniel Jones for his debut. So yeah. either Daniel Jones lights lights the world on fire like he did in the preseason, or <laughs> the Giants happen. What do you think is the deal? This has been the moment. That the Giants and that Giants fans, many I would say, have been waiting for. That finally we're turning the page. Finally we've moved on. Daniel Jones is finally our franchise quarterback, and he's going to go out there and he's going to kick ass. And I'm guaranteeing the Buccaneers. That is, I thought you were you were giving an impassioned speech. <laughs> you were going to announce your chaos, and everything was going to be. <gasps> yeah. And no, 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 wasn't. No, it wasn't the case. No, no. I well, look. I and now. I, I, I'm just. I, I. If I go as wrong, hey, the Giants are winning with Daniel Jones, and if it doesn't, hey, I get. I keep myself safe for another week. So there you go. That's how I feel. Yeah. There you go. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, the Buccaneers are going to win. Yeah. Defense is too good. Yeah. I think the defense is playing really well, and I think that, the, that that will basically end Daniel Jones' day. Again, when do you say that about the Buccaneers? Yeah. <laughs> hey, magic of Todd Bowles, man. Yep. The Panthers will be potentially going to Arizona without Cam Newton and Kyler Murray... Uh, will be there awaiting his matchup with his former Texas A&M teammate in Mr. Kyle Allen. Um, so, interesting connections. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Even if Cam is at full strength, 
I don't think the Panthers are going to win this one. Arizona, uh, Arizona came back against Detroit, almost won the game, and they played Baltimore close. I'm, and you know how high I am on Baltimore this year. Yeah. So I think even if Camazet is playing, he might not be at full strength. They messed up royally against Tampa Bay. I don't want to be totally out on the on the Panthers yet because I still want to be fans of them, but I I think there's there's a world where the Cardinals win and I'm gonna go with them, as much as it hurts my soul. Yeah. Um. Uh, first of all, you can, can be completely out on a team and still root for them. Let's that's <laughs> let's true. let's that's just start true. there. I've been out yes, on the Giants for years Giants now. Fan. Yes. <laughs> um. Second, I I agree. I I'm. I, I feel like it, it sounds the way that people were describing the injury today. It seemed like it's going to be a little bit more than just it, it might be more than just a week that he misses. Like they, I don't think they were even considering him starting uh, necessarily in this game. And so it was an easy decision for me because I think that Kyle Murray, at least in, in the second half of both games, he's shown that the offense can show up. Um, and so I, I think that they can take care of business. I mean, I guess my only concern would be if the Panthers' defense really steps up. But I, I'm going with the Cardinals on this one. Um, next up. Next up is New Orleans Saints against Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Uh, Seattle coming off two very close wins against AFC North opponents. Whereas the New Orleans Saints just lost their the greatest quarterback to ever play for them. What do you think is going to happen? <sighs> I, you know, I, this is one of those trap games for the Seahawks that I could see, you know, that a team that has the depth that the Saints have could beat Se- the Seattle in their home base. But I just, I think Seahawks have kind of shown thus far this season that they're not going to be easy to beat. And I I have confidence in Russell Wilson and what they're running right now that they they're gonna take care of business at the in their Liter- home stadium. Literally running. Literally running. Yes. Because they run the ball a lot. Yeah. Um. I I'm I'm going I'm going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks as well. Legion of Boom, not the Legion of Boom. The twelfth man. That's the that's the word. That's the right nomenclature. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, def- definitely. I I think that that it's 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 gonna look good for the for for the Seahawks if they're three now. Uh, they should yes. be good. Uh, next up, the San Francisco 49ers are two and zero as we discussed earlier. They will be hosting the Mason Rudolph led Steelers. Uh, and I mean this is this is if the Niners can't win this game, I might make me question their kind of momentum that they've built thus far. Uh, whereas the Steelers, if they do win this game, uh, it might say something about where they might be down the road, that maybe they will be playing deep into December for a potential playoff spot. What do you think's going to happen in this one? This is very intriguing. But I think the 49ers have this momentum. They have a solid offensive core, especially with their running backs. Kyle Shanahan is the running back god mm. and mason rudolph he, he played fine against the seahawks he p- played pretty good yeah but i think that like you look at <laughs> so it's funny the the seahawks and the Bengals played week one and it's said oh the Bengals are pretty good but didn't quite beat the seahawks and then they went and played the 49ers and got demolished right and now the sealers are in the exact same situation right so 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the 49ers on this one. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm definitely gonna stick with the the 49ers uh, on this one as well because I I think that they that especially since it's at home they're back on the West Coast the Steelers are gonna have to travel all their way out there it might just be tough for Rudolph's first start so I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Niners on this one um, next up next up is the Houston Texans going to the Los Angeles Chargers Houston just eked out a win against the Jaguars uh, who took the ball out of Gardner Minshew's hands to end the game. Yes. And the Chargers just had a heartbreaking loss to Detroit. I don't know what happened there, but it happened. And now they're in Los Angeles. What do you think is going to happen? <sighs> Man, this, this was the hardest one, I think, for the week for me. Yeah. I like the Texans. And I think it's because I like the way that they've played defensively, even though J.J. Watt has not had a, a spectacular start to his season. I like Deshaun Watson a lot. I think the Chargers are just dealing with way too many injuries at the moment. I, I, I don't really have a ton of confidence in them at the moment. I am going Texans. I think I'm going to go with the Texans, too. I had the Chargers originally, but then I just remembered Deshaun Watson and his receiving core. Yep. Solid. The Jaguars stopped them, but it's still super solid. Hopkins, Fuller, Stills, QT when he comes back. It's insane. Yeah. It's almost unfair. <laughs> but the Patriots exist, so fairness doesn't count for anyone. Um, right, right. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Texans. I still I still believe in them. Yeah, I, I that's surprising to me because I think if I I I think that with how close it was, I mean, I definitely could see where I would pick the Chargers, but I just, I, I don't really have a ton of faith in them at the moment. So Texas are definitely more comfortable with at the moment. Um, next up, the Los Angeles Rams will be going to Cleveland to take on the Browns in the Browns first home Sunday night football game in well over a decade. I didn't even realize this was a Sunday night matchup. It was a Sunday night football game, and the Browns are coming off a nice win against the Jets. Uh, could have played a little bit better offensively, but the defense was swallowing, and it, they have a tough task going up against the Sean McVay and Jerry Goff led offense uh, with Aaron Donald, of course. He, he almost I, It seemed like he was almost going to be out. Um, he had a back injury near the, in the Saints game, but he ended up coming back. But what do you think is going to happen in this one? I don't th like the the thing that worries me about the Browns the most right now is weirdly the penalties. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's. I think that's going to set them back, and especially with how good the Rams play and with how good their offense is, the Rams are going to take this one. Yeah, but the thing about the Rams though is that this Rams team, as good as it is, has not played at the level that it should. It has went through two games where they probably could have put on a better beating in both regards, but their offense is still trying to find itself. Um, and I, I think that the Browns, as crazy as it seems, they have one thing that I think is going to be incredible to watch on Sunday is that crowd. That home crowd Ooh. is going to be incredible. And I think it's going to stifle the Rams' offense even more than it has been stifled the past two weeks. 
and I think the Browns they have to fix their 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 penalty mistakes. There's no question about it. But if Freddie Freddie Kitchens has been installing in them to stop freaking <laughs> committing penalties, and they can if he can teach them to keep their discipline in check, the Browns are winning this game. They're my team chaos this week. I like it. I'm so glad that you made this your team cast and not the next one because I was getting nervous for a second. <laughs> no, I, I have no faith in Washington. At least with the Browns, you have a team that has talent on both sides of the ball that could really do well. I think OBJ could have a game. I don't think the cornerbacks for the Rams have really played that well uh, this year. So I, I, I have a lot of faith in this Browns team that they could get it done. So All right. going to go with that. Um, and, and our Monday yeah. night football game. The Chicago Bears travel to to Washington. It's been rough for the Bears so far. Eddie Pinheiro has scored twelve points. <laughs> no, okay, so so field goal week one. Yes. That's three. Yeah. Um, three field goals plus an extra point, so that's ten. So thirteen points. Eddie Pinheiro has scored. Yep. For the Bears, um, and six have been scored by David Montgomery. <laughs> and that's and it. no one else has scored points for the Bears. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. The Bears have had a rough start, and the weird thing is Washington starts off games really well. Yep, against the Eagles and the Cowboys. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, that makes me sad. <laughs> but I think there there are enough cracks in this Washington team. Um, that I think the Bears are going to be okay. This can potentially be a confidence boost for us. Yeah. And if stuff just works out, the offense gets better in sync, I still I still think the Bears can do well. Trubisky needs to play better. Granted, it was against the Vic Fangio defense, but Trubisky needs to play, the, play football better. Yeah. We've seen it. He can do well against bad defenses. Let's look at Tampa Bay last year. Hmm. Well... Um, I, I, here's the thing about Washington. The reason why they do so well out of the gate because their defense is actually not bad. Yeah. And and the Case Keenum has a guy by the name of Terry McClellan, who's, uh, who's all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I hope I'm getting that correct. Terry Terry McLaurin. McLaurin. There you go. Um, he he's come out of the gate for the Redskins as as one of their best you know receivers, and th- this team. I mean, I, I'm not going to... I don't have enough faith in the Redskins to pick them. and Because I'm going to stick with the Bears. But I, I would be worried if I were you on this one. I, I am I am very worried. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, this is a tough one. Yeah. The, the thing with... Um, the thing with the... With this is like... I don't know. I, I'm playing in a confidence pool right now where I have to rank the picks that I choose. Right. From the ones I'm most confident to the ones I'm least confident in. Yeah. The Bears might be, like, number one in terms of I would get one point if I got them right, which is the low side. Yeah, The yeah. lowest end. Right. Right. I see. So I still yeah. think the Bears are going to win, but I don't have as much confidence as I should. Thankfully, the Bears still have our de- the defense that we have. Right, right, yeah. Let's hopefully let's hope that they didn't they don't give up as many first downs as they did last week, because uh, yep. they they definitely could play better than that. Um, all right, and there's your picks. Three disagreements in this one. 
where we disagree on Thursday night football, we disagree on Sunday night football, and the marquee game of the week with the Ravens and Chiefs. Um, yes. So those were those are the uh, those are team chaoses plus Times uh, Tennessee Tennessee fuckery. <laughs> Tennessee fuckery. Yeah. Where we. I, I think it's good that we're doing this as early as possible, where we're like, all right, pick yeah. a side, Titans. Pick a side. You know? Right. Yeah, shit. Rather than us, like, going like, oh, oh no, they're going to win. Oh, they suck. Oh, they're going to win. Oh, they suck. <laughs> we got we to pick a lane uh, and, yep. and stick down that line. A um, few podcast things to talk about before we end off today's show. Um, I've been getting emails all day. Um, notifying me about all the platforms we are now on. So, in addition to Spotify, Ooh. we are also on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're also on Pocket Casts and Google Podcasts. So, hell yeah! Um, please, wherever you can listen to us, please do so. Uh, of co- and of course, you can always listen right on the Anchor website or right off the Anchor app, I believe. Um, so, uh, any of those, if you would like to listen to those, um, go for it. Um, and it tell your helps. friends that you can listen to us there as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, plenty of stuff going on there. Uh, and of course, next week. Uh, will be our week four picks, and we'll be doing more silliness as we usually do. Um, I think that kind of covers it, right? I think so. Keep a lookout on our social media, especially at Team Chaos Pods on Twitter. Yes. For any podcasts that we start up, start up soon. Uh, Virtual Ball Boys is the only one that we have going on right now. Yep. But we, I know two that are currently in development and should be starting soon. Yep. And maybe a third. Yeah, we have. Uh, I mean, I I know we I've. We've already announced the Gaming Coop, which is going to be a gaming podcast at some point. We want to start that as soon as possible, just having to get the art ready for that and getting people together for to filming that. Uh, we also have a Monster of the Week podcast in the works as well. I won't announce yep. any major details about that until the person that's running that wants to really reveal those details. And, of course, your yes. uh, Total Drama My, Retrospective. Doc of, Doc of Shame, which is, a, as Chris said, a Total Drama re- Retrospective we're going to be watching episodes one a week or one every two weeks however that schedule ends up going i'm really excited for it just because i get to talk about a we get to talk about a very interesting show yeah that means a lot to me yeah it's it's gonna be fun uh all that in the works and there's there's plenty more uh that we have plenty more ideas that we have uh for sure and we may even you know we might be doing videos soon so just keep an eye out at team chaos pods for all the stuff that we were working on and of course at virtual ball boys for all the stuff related to this pod uh from polls or whatever um you know we'll see what happens from there uh but guys thank you all so much for listening once again uh my name is chris and that's matt that's me see you next week good night and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.